ערב שבת קודש, פרשת ויצא, תשפ"ד. ספר בראשית, או זה ספונסרד ביי מיסטר רב ואימי ססן, that uh, they are uh, special people that have also a special love to Eretz Yisrael. And uh, in these uh, days, they came to Eretz Yisrael to help and to do whatever they can, even in a short time of Thanksgiving weekend, they decided to come to Eretz Yisrael and to help here. Who will bless them, they should have a lot of nachat from all their children and fulfill all their wishes letova. This week parasha also was sponsored by an anonymous in the honor of Yeshivat Moreshet Yerushalayim, success of the boys, that I must tell you that they are learning, their learning is outstanding, they don't waste time at all. All the time they are sitting in Bet Medrash and they are learning. So Kedush Bochu will fulfill all the wishes of uh, the Anonymous and the Kedush Bochu will send him Baracha Batzlacha and everything. In the beginning of the parasha, we are reading about a dream that Yaakov Avinu had. When he was lying down in, in Beit El, he had a dream and he saw a ladder סולם מוצב ארצה, וראשו מגיע השמיימה. He saw a, a, a ladder and the top reached the, the heaven. And he sees מלאכי אלוקים עולים ויורדים בו. He saw angels. We will speak later also about this dream. Later on, when Yaakov Avinu left and he came to the house of Lavan and he got married there, he worked a lot for, uh, for Lavan. And then uh, he made, suddenly he decided to make an agreement with, uh, with Lavan Lavan uh, claimed against Yaakov about the property that Yaakov Avinu made, and they made an agreement that all the sheep that will have guts will belong to Yaakov, and all the sheep that will not have guts will belong to, to Lavan. Then we see that the Pasuk says that Yaakov Avinu had again a dream. And what, what does he see in his dream? He sees in the dream that all the lot of sheep are being born with guts. And he himself will become very, very rich. Then what happened? An angel comes to Yaakov Avinu 
and he is saying to him, Anochi hakel beit el, asher mashachta sham matseiba, asher nadarta lisham nedem. I am, I am the, I am the an angel that I was in the dream when you had in the beginning when you left Eretz Israel. And uh, I am the one, and I'm telling you, go back to Eretz Israel. Atakum, tsemin ha'aretz hazot, v'shuv el Eretz moladetecha. Go back to Eretz Israel. What happened here with the uh, with the this dream? In the beginning, when Yaakov was in Beit Kel, he's dreaming about angels. When he left Eretz Israel and he came to Chutzlaaretz in the house of Lavan. Suddenly, all his dreams changed from holy dreams of seeing angels. The dream is about money, about getting rich. Therefore, says to him the angel, Yaakov Avinu, this is not your dream. To become a rich person. You are a father. You are a father of Am Israel. Go back to Eretz Israel. Over there, the dreams are different, are holy dreams, spiritual dreams. Yaakov Avinu, he listened to the angel. And what does he do? By Ashkem and uh, and and uh, uh, he, uh, he went. Uh, he started to go to Eretz Israel. <coughs> At the end of the parasha, and Lavan arose early in the morning, and he kissed his sons and his daughters, and blessed them. Then Lavan went and returned to his place. Interesting. The relationship between Lavan and his son-in-law. The pasuk says that Lavan kissed only his grandsons and his children and his daughters, but Yaakov he didn't kiss. And then the pasuk says, "Yaakov alach ledarko, vayikiyubo malachei elokim." Yaakov went on his way, and angels of God, they met, met him. Who are these angels? What are they? First of all, we have to say that the beginning starts, beginning of the parasha, starts with Yaakov that he is dreaming on angels. He didn't met angels. He was dreaming 
angels are going up and down. Yaakov Avinu went up after he left the house of Avan. He went up higher. And at the end of the parasha, he meets actual angels. In the beginning, it was only a dream about angels. At the end, it was that he met real angels. And here we have to, to understand something else. In the beginning of the parasha, when we were talking about the dream, what Yaakov Abinu sees, angels are going up and down. Says Rashi, what is up and down? Says Rashi, Olim Techila, ascending first, and afterwards descending. The angels who escorted him in the land of Israel don't go out of the land. So they ascended him. To the, to the sky. And afterwards, the angels of the area outside the land of Israel descended to escort him. In other words, angels of Eretz Israel, they don't go out of Israel. They escorted him till the place, till the sky, not more. And then the angels of Eretz Israel of, of Chutzlaaretz came down and escorted him to, on the way to, to the house of Laban. This was in his dream. When we come to the end of the parasha, we see there something strange. As we just read, Jacob went on his way and angels of God encountered him. Because they met angels. He meets angels. Jacob says when he saw them, this is godly camp. So he called the name of the place Machanaim. Double camps, two camps. Says Rashi there. Who are these angels? Says Rashi. Angels of the land of Israel came towards him to escort him to the land of Israel. So what happened here? Yeah. Two camps of angels met one the other. The camps that escorted him from the house of Lavan on the way to Eretz Israel. These are angels of Chutzlaaretz. And they met angels that came out from Israel towards Yaakov to escort him and to bring him to Eretz Israel. Therefore, we had here two camps of angels, and therefore Yaakov Avinu called the place Machanaim, two Machanot, two camps of angels. But the question is, Rashi said in the beginning of the parasha, that the angels of Rechutz of Eretz Israel, they don't go out 
of Israel to Hutzlaris. So how can it be that suddenly they came out of or, uh, came out from the land? The answer, this answer uh, I found also in the Maharani Prag on the Humash. And he, according to what he said, we, we see here that when the angels of Eretz Israel felt that Yaakov Avinu is coming, they came to escort him, to bring him to Eretz Israel. To leave Eretz Israel, angels will not go out of Israel to escort a person who leaves Eretz Israel. But to when a person is coming to Eretz Israel, angels are going out of the way. And they are going out from Eretz Israel to bring and to help and to guard the person who comes to Eretz Israel and to give him to give him this this kavod. and when, when he's coming to coming to Eretz Israel. In the, in the beginning of the parasha, we saw that Yaakov Avinu was lying down and he had the dream. Says Rashi, Yaakov Avinu was lying down in, at that place. Says Rashi there that all the time, the time, let me read the Rashi, that all the time that he learned in the yeshiva of Shem, he didn't, he didn't lie down, he didn't sleep. What does it mean he didn't sleep? The Gemara says in Mesechet Medarim uh, that a person uh, can make a nether that he's not going to sleep. This is not a, it's not a nether because a person cannot sleep without sleeping three days without sleeping. It's something that's impossible to do. So if so, what does it mean if Yaakov Avinu didn't sleep when he went to bed? I didn't sleep at that time. What explains the Balea Musar, Yaakov Avinu slept, for sure he slept, but he didn't go to bed to sleep. He loved and loved and loved till he fell asleep. But he didn't have a certain time. At that time, I'm going to bed. This was Yaakov Avinu, and he, all the time, he learned in Yeshivat, in Yeshivat Shambhai, but he didn't sleep. Now, when he is leaving, so says Rashi that Yaakov Avinu didn't go directly to Haran. On the way, he decided to enter the yeshiva of Eder, to be in the house of Eder. Why? What, what, what does he need again to go to yeshiva, to yeshiva Eder? He learned already before in yeshiva Shem Eder. 
‫אלא ביצחק, why again is going to Asia? ‫אקספליין זה מפרשים. ‫הם בכרם הצבי, ‫הם רבי שפרבר, ‫הם יעקב קמינצקי, ‫הם אדם מפרשים בולסאו. ‫הוא ייסד את יעקב אבינו, ‫הם בדיגימין הילם, ‫מישיבת שם בעבר. How to behave in Eretz Israel, in the house of Yitzchak and Rivka, with Esau. But now he's going to be out of, uh, of the house, totally around Goyim, people with other traits, not the traits of Torah. So he needed to strengthen himself. How to conduct because because Shem he lived in the time of the Mabul and after in the time that the whole world was corrupt and he survived and also in the time of Doha Palaga though the generation that wanted to build the power and to fight with the Bore Olam so and and they and he survived so he went to learn by him how to survive among the people who are not on your way. And you don't have not Yitzchak and not Rivka around you. One of the things that Yaakov Avinu learned, we don't know, the Torah didn't tell us what did he learn. The Midrash also I didn't see that the Midrash told us what Yaakov Avinu learned, but maybe we can understand from the Chumash what was the Torah of Shem Be'ezer. Yaakov Avinu lived in, 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 in Aram Naraim and he lived in, in Haran together with Lavan. When they separated one from the other, Yaakov Avinu and Lavan, they made an agreement. And Yaakov Avinu said to all his, uh, all his uh, people, uh, and then Jacob took a stone and raised it up, a monument. And Jacob said to his all his uh, people, that they should gather uh, little stones and they should make a pile of, 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 of stones. And the Pasuk says, and Lavan uh, declared, declared and called this place Yegal Sahaduta. Sahaduta comes from the word Sahadeh. Sahadeh is witnesses. Yegar Sahaduta, a pile which will be a witness. And then the Pasuk says, the Yaakov Karalo Galed. Yaakov called it in Hebrew. Galed. Gal is a pile, Ed is a witness. What's so important 
we are called not to accept the name that his father-in-law gave. He called it Igarsa Aduta, so what do I care? He called it Igarsa Aduta, so what's different about the name? What's so important, the name here? Now, said, no, I'm calling it Galeb. What's so important here? In Mepharshim, they see here something that shows about the personality of Yaakov. And could be, this is from the Torah of Shem Be'eder that Yaakov Avinu learned at that place. Even though you live by Lavan, and for sure Yaakov Avinu knew the language, but now he is separating from, from, from the, the Aramaic language. But now he is leaving and he is going out, he is going back to Eretz Israel. And therefore, Yaakov Abinu said, you called it Yegar Sahaduta in Aramaic, in your language? I have my own language. Yaakov Avinu stood on his principles. Hebrew, this is the language. And this is my language. And therefore he called it the Garsahaduta. What do we see at the end? By Yomer Lavan Yaakov. Lavan is talking now to Yaakov, and he is saying to him, Hinei hagal hazeh, v'hinei hamatseva asher yariti b'ni uveinecha. Ed hagal hazeh, ve'eida hamatseva hazot. Says here the Safano, that here we see suddenly that Lavan started to speak in Hebrew. He bowed to Yaakov and accepted what Yaakov Avinu, the name that Yaakov Avinu gave. And therefore the Pashuk says, before, Alken Karashmo Galed. The name became Galed. This is the way how to behave with Guyin. You don't have to bow to the God. You don't have to accept everything that he is saying. Even though he is stronger than you and bigger than you. And could be because of this. Lately we see that presidents of the United States, when they come to Israel, they are using one or two words they are saying it in Hebrew. Why? Could be because they see that Israel has his own principles and they don't move from the principles. And this is the way that the Jew has to behave. And this is what I think the government here now in, the, in this period of time has to behave and has to be strong on our values. 
because in the this the the, the if, if we will if we will uh, walk in uh, on in our values and we will be strong and hold our values, the Goyim will respect it. Will respect you. Will respect us. There is a story in Yerushalmi in Masechet Shvi'it about Rabbi Abba Barzamina that he was a tailor by a goy. The goy brought him a tray with with the with with, with non kosher meat, and he told him it. Said Rabbi Abba Barzamina. I'm not eating. I'm a Jew. It's not kosher for me. The boy again is stressed and he said to him, Eat! If you are not going to eat, I will kill you. Said Rabbi Abba Barzamina to the boy, This is my principles. This is my values. If you want to kill me, kill me. I'm not going to eat. At this moment, the goy changed his voice and he said to Rabbi Abba Barzamina, How do you know to read what I had in my head? How did you go into my head, into my brain? Said the goy. I said to myself, if you are going to eat it, and you will go out of your values, I would have killed you. But now that you didn't eat, and you stood strongly on your values, I'm not going to kill you. Here is the story in Yerushalmi, Perik Dalet, Milchot Shri'it. We are learning from here. When the Goy respect the Jew, when he behaves like a Jew, and then the Goy said to Rabbi Abba Barzamina, if you are a Jew, you have to be 100% a Jew. If you are a Goy, you have to be 100% a Jew. But if you are a Jew, 100% a Jew. And when he respected him, when he was holding strongly in his values. Especially now in uh, this period of time that Eretz Israel has to deal with a lot of nations, with Europe, with America, the more they will stand on their values, more respect they will get. But if it will be here at Hebrew Shabbat and all kinds of such things, this is this reduces the respect of Guyin and reduces the chances to have a full success. A total success. We had in Eretz Israel every day we had here missing. 
the, 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 the Hamas, they are sending all the time, they are saying they are sending the rockets to Eretz Israel. These rockets, Israel, help the Hamas all the time with the rockets. The rockets is being made from pipes of metal that it, Eretz Israel supplied Gaza for building. And they took this iron um, pipes and they turned it into rockets. They filled it with dynamite and they changed them into rockets. To fight against these rockets, Israel has the Iron Dome. In Hebrew, we call it Kipat Barzel. In the Yeshiva, we decided that by us, Kipat Barzel will have a different meaning. The Gemara in Mesechet Sanhedrin, the Gemara brings there about the story about Hizkiah Melech that came to him, one of the kings, and he showed him, says the Gemara, he showed him Zayin Kochel Zayin, an, an, an arm that is made from um, metal, it's the other metal. Explains the Benishchai. Umot ha'olam nimshelu lebarzel. The nations are being parable to an iron that cuts and hits and kills. And, uh, the, and all these goyim, the enemies, are strong like iron. Says the Ben Yishchai. But Am Israel, we went also, we were created by Barzel. Iron, by Barzel. What is the Barzel? Barzel says the Ben Yishchai, according what the Ariya Kadosh says in separate Kavanot, Barzel is an abbreviation of our mothers. Bet is Bilha, Lamed is Lea. Sorry, Bet is, Bet is Bilha, Reish is Rachel. Zion is Zilpa and Lamed is Le'ah. So we said in the Yeshiva, Kipat Kaf Yud Pei Taf. Kol Kaf is Kol, Yud is Yom. Pei Peret Taf Tehilim. Every day. We are saying the Perek of Tehillim. 
not even one, more than one parent. Kipat Barzeri, and we rely upon our mothers. This is what we are saying in the yeshiva to strengthen our emunah in Bore Olam. This helps the Iron Dome to work. The Tehillim that we are saying and the Emunah that we are have the merits of our mothers to keep us and we should be able to live in Eretz Israel safely and to increase Shem Shemayim. I want to wish everyone Bebritat Shabbat Shalom and in Hashem we will meet next week.